Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Live on SportsGrid, it is game time decisions right here. On a Monday night, I'm Kevin Walsh, and folks, as always, it is a very busy Monday. We look to button up week seven in the National Football League. Monday night football, the Minnesota Vikings host the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, It'll be interesting to see if this game has any impact on the futures market, because if you look through right now, did, did this week even happen? There are some very puzzling numbers out there, specifically in the coach of the year market. We will discuss all of those. Uh, And again, we will discuss some of the biggest games that happened. We will uh, be joined by Taylor Mathis and Joe Madden, as always, to help us break down Monday Night Football. Joe Lisi helps us spin through both the NFL as well as a wild weekend in college football that presented us a brand-new Heisman Trophy favorite. The Big Ten cannot get away with this. We will talk also about the big week uh, for the Big Ten with Ohio State and Penn State and some of the movement that came out of that. We'll have both a, a Dave Sharapan appearance later on in the show. No Joe Ranieri on a Monday night, but we will have Dave Sharapan as well as we reset the deck here and, of course, put our eye on Major League Baseball as we have Game 6 currently of the NLCS live and in action. Arizona jumping on the Philadelphia Phillies 3-1. The Phils attempting to strike back right now. We will get you all of those updates here on a Monday night. Game 7 in the ALCS, the Astros and the Rangers. We begin this conversation with Monday Night Football. Give you an idea where the odds are and everything that you need to know for Vikings Niners. This is a touchdown number everywhere now. This number was sat at 6.5 for a while. As we get closer to kick, it is going to be San Fran laying a touchdown on the road. How much of this is Justin Jefferson? How much of this is bounce back spot? There's a lot in action. I imagine a lot of this, though, is nobody, nobody is looking to bet on Kirk Cousins in a primetime spot against arguably football's best team. Let's get our radio audience into the mix here. We appreciate all those stopping by across the Sports Grid Network for game time decisions, including on Sirius XM Channel 159. Kevin Walsh with you here on this Monday night. 
We'll get you the full card for Vikings Niners. Lighter card for me. There are a couple of highlight spots if you'd like to beef up those uh, numbers right now that I don't mind. And maybe I'll make those decisions as the night goes on. I love the opportunity to talk out the game with the crew that will be stopping by again over these next two hours. In other uh, news in the National Football League, game of the week, Philadelphia and Miami. Statement made. The Eagles are an unquestioned top four team in football. The others in the conversation, one playing tonight, San Francisco, Kansas City, and Baltimore. And I think Baltimore deserves it the seat of the table, but with the two losses and the other three teams having just the one, maybe they don't. Obviously, a huge uh, performance for them against the Detroit Lions. For the Eagles, Jalen Hurts, another on the ground, two more in the air. A.J. Brown entering the Offensive Player of the Year conversation. Ten catches, 137 yards, and a touchdown. Looked like the best wide receiver on the field in a game that involved Tyreek Hill, who had 11 for 88 and a touchdown. Certainly not a slouch performance from Tyreek, but he remains the favorite for Offensive Player of the Year. Tua Tagovailoa stays in front of Jalen Hurts for league MVP. And Mike McDaniel sits as the second option to win coach of the year with only Dan Campbell, who got 30-pieced in Baltimore in front of him. What in the world happened? Did, no odds move. None. You get, uh, the Lions were a three-point dog. They're a division favorite. Dan Campbell's plus 350. Mike McDaniel's played two teams with a pulse, got drilled by both by two touchdowns plus second option. Can we get some Tobacco Ryan's love? And can we can we get some Nick Sirianni love? What's what's the argument for Mike McDaniel over Nick Sirianni? Hey, can we get some Andy Reid love? Maybe does he ever get any credit for what goes on in Kansas City? Maybe, maybe not. I guess not. College football world right now, as we said, new Heisman Trophy favorite comes to us from the Big Ten, and that would be J.J. McCarthy, Michigan dominating Michigan State. With the big game of the week in the Big Ten was Ohio State versus Penn State. And the Buckeyes get the job done on the back of Marvin Harrison Jr. You look right now at the Heisman Trophy market. And there is a wide receiver set at 25-1. to 1, one of the shortest prices on the board. And that is Marvin Harrison Jr. And rightfully so. Crashing through all of his props on that board. Hitting your anytime touchdown scores. Double a career high in receptions. Over 150 yards against a great Penn State team. By the way, 20-12. to 12. Doesn't do it justice. That was a backdoor touchdown there for the Nittany Lions to cover, I guess, a college football teaser if you wanted, but they were never in the mix on that four-point line there. Ohio State rolled. And Ohio State's odds to win the national championship uh, continue to grow stronger. Sat right now at 7-1, co-third best number on the board alongside FSU and Jordan Travis. I'll say the Nittany Lions, though, at 60-1, to I wouldn't give up on it just yet. I don't like this Penn State, that team. I don't like the Big Ten that much. But if Penn State beats Michigan, they could get into the college football playoff and not have to even play in a Big Ten championship game. Penn State isn't dead, but they're not that good. That's kind of the tightrope you need to walk. Major League Baseball here. Right now, again, we are live. It is the top of the third inning. It is 3-1 Arizona. Uh, the Diamondbacks and Merrill Kelly were able to get out of trouble right now. Pham and Gurriel Jr. hit two home runs, uh, both solo shots, that pushed that team up to the board. Outright market has the Phils as the World Series favorites, plus 160. Partly because we have a Game 7 tonight. Astros, Rangers, tight numbers there. The Diamondbacks are all the way back at plus 150. Those are your pregame numbers. 16-1 to 1 on Arizona. 
15 to 1. The idea is this would be a done, de a done deal for the Phils. Instead, Arizona's ahead. However, the minus 192 number right now on the Diamondbacks is plenty of respect for the Phils in the live market. Nine and a half total. Let's talk game seven. Astros Rangers minus 130 on Houston and Christian Javier. Max Scherzer gets the ball for Texas. Total in this game is a nine. We have seen Max Scherzer step up to the plate once already uh, for the Rangers. It did not go so well. Christian Javier was on the other side and he was solid. That's why you have the favorite status here tonight for the Houston Astros. There is an Astros bet, unfortunately, I made tonight. The number was too good to be true. But I also threw a long shot on the table. So here's a quick pick for you. Corey Seager to win the ALCS MVP at 70 to one. Corey Seager has the worst batting average in this series of any Texas Ranger in the starting lineup. And I don't care. He's batting 192, so what? Right now, Adolis Garcia is supposed to run away with this. He's batting just 260. This is an award that could potentially be decided on the Texas side of things by whoever steps up in game seven. If you look right now, you can get about plus 600 on Corey Seager to have two or more hits and two or more RBI in tonight's game. If we get a multi-hit, multi-RBI game from Corey Seager, which is certainly possible, one of the very best players in Major League Baseball will finish second in AL MVP voting when they give that award out in six years. If Seager breaks out tonight in the deciding game, does that hold more value than an Adolis Garcia home run that wasn't the winner? Or a grand slam that took a three-run lead to a seven-run lead? I think there's a good chance it does, especially if Garcia struggles. We will talk about that game as well as Monday Night Football next right here on Game Time Decisions. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. Back with you right here. Game time decisions on sports. We're going to have Kevin Walsh. We're going to go through tonight's card. I'm actually going to start 
in the Astros Rangers game. So if you've been with us throughout the playoffs, you know that I have a Texas Rangers to win the American League ticket at plus 900. That does nothing for you. You can't magically make that number appear, but it is going to influence how I bet tonight's game. There was nothing props-wise that was going to push me to the window tonight. And I'm not betting a money line ticket when I've already found myself invested. If you wanted to go after it tonight, for me, you know I usually am, two-plus bases, Michael Brantley and Jordan Alvarez would be the guys I look at. If you really wanted to, to go involved, those are not on my card. What I did was play two championship series bets. To just dive in a little bit more on the Corey Seager number at 70-1, to 1, it is a long shot. This is a bet that if you put $10 on, you win 700 bucks. You, so you put $2 on it and clear 140 It is a long shot for a reason, but it is more likely than you think. Adolis Garcia right now is booked as the favorite. Adolis Garcia in this series has had himself, look, has had himself certainly a good series if you look at the total RBIs, but last night is a perfect example of why he is vulnerable. Five at-bats, four strikeouts. If you look at Adolis Garcia's batting average in the series, it's 261. That's not jaw-dropping. He has three total home runs and 10 total RBIs. Corey Seager, again, who, bat, who was hitting over 330 this year, but is batting 192 in this series, who is a World Series winner, could be in line for a breakout game. If we get that from Corey Seager, he can steal this in a Game 7. Look, Garcia's two moments are two of the three biggest in the series, with the other being the Altuve home run. But the Altuve home run did neutralize the Garcia home run in game five. And the Grand Slam, while incredible, and as somebody that, like most of you, don't like the Astros, loved every second of it. It wasn't a game decider. It, I mean, it put it to bed, but the Rangers were obviously in a prime spot prior to that swing. If Adolis Garcia struck out in that at-bat, do we not think we're breaking down a Game 7? I certainly think we are. But again, more important than that, Adolis Garcia, if I'm believing in hitter-pitcher history, two for 19 lifetime against Christian Javier. If Garcia going up there tonight and doing absolutely nothing, absolutely nothing, is very live, and if this award is going to be decided in a Game 7, Corey Seager, the best Hitter in this series outside of Jordan Alvarez, who has two career home runs off Christian Javier, could sneak in and steal this. The other, though, bet I made in this championship series would be a standalone best bet, even if I didn't have money on the Rangers, but is now being used for me as a hedge option, is Jordan Alvarez to win the championship series MVP at plus 290. The number makes no sense. None at all. First of all, Jordan isn't the favorite. The Astros are favored to win the game. Why would Jordan not be favored over Adolis Garcia? The only reasonable answer would be, well, Garcia has no competition to win the series MVP if the Rangers win it, but Jordan has a lot of it. Does he? Does he? If we look right now in this series, Jordan Alvarez is batting 435 with eight RBIs. Jose Altuve is batting 296 with four RBIs. Jose Altuve is, is going to win this because of one, one swing. I think, look, an important swing, right? Technically, you would think the series is over with if it didn't happen. 
This also would have been a four-game sweep if Jordan Alvarez wasn't here. Jordan Alvarez has multiple hits in five consecutive games in this series. Also, if we're going to look at the hitter-pitcher history, Jordan Alvarez, you line him up against Max Scherzer, hitting 500 with a home run. Jose Altuve is batting 178 lifetime against Max. So I don't think it's an Altuve night. Jordan Alvarez at plus 290. If you don't have any action in this game but like the Astros, bet it. If you have a Rangers outright ticket, bet it. If you love the Rangers to win this baseball game, go out there and sprinkle a little on Corey Seager. He could potentially come in and steal this. Let's talk Monday Night Football. There are two picks on the card. There is room for more. We'll talk about the more, as, assuming we have time. Throughout the show, I'm sure we will. The best bet is going to be Alexander Madison over 17 and a half receiving yards. Pretty straightforward. Five consecutive teams have put a running back over this number against the Niners. It makes sense. Teams are often trailing. The defense is horrifying. Take your checkdowns. Five straight teams have put a running back over this number. The Steelers did it in combined running back usage. If you look in that game between Warren and McFarland, not even including Najee Harris, but if you want, you could. They cleared this number as well. 17 and a half yards for Madison. What makes this even more enticing is when you look at what happened last week with Justin Jefferson out for the full game, Alexander Madison receiving seven targets. Second most of anybody on that football team. Alexander Madison has never gone under 17 and a half receiving yards in a career game where he has had seven or more targets. Let's just say Madison is only targeted four times tonight. Low end of the spectrum, he is eight and four to the over of 17 and a half in his career. And again, I reason I think it is reasonable that tonight you see Alexander Madison's workload be seven, eight targets here. I love him over 17 and a half. Not worried about Cam Akers. Last week, Akers only had one target to Madison seven. It's his backfield. This is my favorite bet on tonight's board. The other bet I made was going is going to be the Niners team total over 25 and a half. What a great opportunity here. Minnesota defense is atrocious. Really, really bad. And we have seen them this season play a couple of top offenses, and all of them have had their way. The Eagles and Chargers both put up 34, and we saw the Kansas City Chiefs come in here and put up 27. Smooth as you can be, 3-0 to the over. If you are willing to uh, agree, which I think you would be, that those are the only real elite offenses the Minnesota Vikings have saw, have saw this season. Outside of that, it's Tampa, it's Carolina, and it's Chicago. And that's a game where Justin Fields was hurt in. It's pretty clear that this Vikings defense is vulnerable. But we're also dealing with a Niners team in a bounce-back spot for the first time with Brock Purdy as their quarterback in a regular season game, not scoring 30 points. You're going to get Christian McCaffrey enough. You're going to get Brock Purdy hitting Brandon Ayuk and George Kittle throughout the game. I don't mind a sprinkle on the Ayuk anytime touchdown score in this matchup. Tonight I saw it as high as plus 140. Maybe slap a boost on it and see what you can do there. Those are the two bets I'm on. The other bets I'm considering are all Kirk Cousins related. Uh, Purdy over one and a half passing touchdowns too, just as a principle, just to see if, if he'll miss it in back-to-back games. I kind of don't think he would. But the Kirk Cousins numbers are all very tempting. We'll start with this. Over 35 and a half pass attempts. Opposing quarterbacks have gone over their pass attempts prop in five of six. The number 35 and a half, they've cleared in four out of six. Cousins on the year is averaging 39.2 pass attempts per game and has thrown it at least 36 times in four to six. So that is a tempting number right there on its own right. I am tempted to carry that into a yardage prop, though. 
238.5 is the yards prop for Kirk Cousins. If you look at the four games where Kirk Cousins cleared 35.5 pass attempts, it's because he went well over it. 44 or more attempts in those four games. And in those four games, Kirk Cousins threw for 340 yards in three out of them, and the other being a game with 280 yards. All of a sudden, Kirk Cousins' numbers are very enticing, as well as alt yardage. If Kirk Cousins throws the football 45 times tonight, which he has done more often than not this season, he has a chance to cross the finish line. We haven't seen Kirk in a big workload game, minus Justin Jefferson. That's the only bit of hesitation. I'm also tempted by Cousins' passing touchdown prop. 3-0 over one and a half this season at home. He's hitting six consecutive home games dating back to last season. It's paying out a plus 150. But then you remember, all of a sudden, I'm going into a Monday night football game with Kirk Cousins against maybe the best defense in the league, and I've got three to four to five player props on Kirk. We'll see where we finish as the show goes on. Joe Madden and Taylor Mathis will help us break it all down next year on Game Time Decisions. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. Back with you right here, Game Time Decisions live on a Monday night. I'm Kevin Walsh. Quickly here, uh, no movement right now in the NLCS Game 6. Phillies uh, Diamondbacks still uh, seeing a 3-1 game in the top of the fourth. We'll keep our eyes on that. We'll talk a little bit again about the ALCS Game 7 coming up tonight, but I'm still sure many of you uh, will have your eyes on Monday Night Football. So to help us break that down, Joe Madden and Taylor Mathis. And I will say, fair warning heading into this, this is either going to be the greatest night ever for the three of us, or should be a lot, I don't know, I don't know, because there's a lot of agreement. There's a lot of agreement here. Uh, so we'll see how that works. Joe, I will go to you first. Start us off with one of your favorites for tonight's game on a Monday. 
Yeah, scary situation when everyone is looking at the same sort of bets. But I do think this line looked fishy to me, Kevin. I was scared to grab the 49ers laying the seven, but it was the only way I could have put my money if I was going to look at that spread. Something in me tells me the Vikings could come with that backdoor cover. So looking at the team total here is where I had to go for the 49ers, the team that I do trust. I think there's an opportunity for that defensive touchdown, the pick six to come out of the 49ers. So their total of 25 and a half just looks too low. I'm going to take this to the over. That's coming in at minus 114 over on FanDuel. We look at their six games this season. Five of those, they've had 30 or more points. I can't see the defense here of the Minnesota Vikings limiting them offensively in this game. I think Brock Purdy has a bounce back. So give me the team total over 25 and a half points. Totally agree. It's on my card. The only team that stopped Purdy from scoring 30 in the regular season was last week. And I think the Browns are the best defense in football. The Vikings are a far cry from that. Taylor, where does your Monday night card begin? I'll stick with San Francisco first. Going to go with receiver Brandon Ayuk over 70 and a half receiving yards. Lead receiver Debo Samuels out for the Niners and dual threat back Christian McCaffrey is banged up. Ayuk will see an uptick in his production. Ayuk's hit this over in three out of five games this season, averaging over 90 yards a contest. He has speed and acceleration that allows him to get behind defenders, turning short receptions into long gains, excelling in yards after the catch. The Vikings pass D does a terrible job of defending wideouts, especially on the outside where Ayuk plays. 80% of Minnesota's opposing passing yards have gone to the wide receiver position, most in the NFL. The Vikings like to roll out zone coverage. That is where Ayuk sees success with Samuel in. Imagine what it's going to be with him out tonight. Ayuk over 70 and a half receiving is my favorite play. Yeah, it, it makes a lot of sense. We saw without Debo against the Cardinals, uh, a lot of success for Ayuk and, and Joe I, I know you see it the same way yeah I see it absolutely the same way he's going to have success out there and I think you could even look at extending his line we know in some of these games like versus the Cowboys he went under this number hitting right around that 58 but even in that loss versus the Browns he had 76 receiving yards I do think in this one he's going to hit closer to that 90 which is the average on the season so I have no problem extending his numbers in this one Kevin yeah, like I think alt yardage could very well be in line for IU tonight. If, uh, especially as well, because we know Debo's out, but if you get a limited McCaffrey in the passing game, it's just more and more opportunities. Uh, let's go back to you here, Joe. In terms of touchdown scorers tonight, I know there are a few that are catching your attention. Yeah, I'm going to look at George Kittle here for the 49ers to get that anytime touchdown. Firstly, we're getting the value. He's coming in right around plus 160 for the anytime touchdown. And we have to look at what the Minnesota Vikings are going to bring defensively. This is a team that's really blitz happy under defensive coordinator Brian Flores. And against that blitz Brock Purdy targets George Kittle out there. We know he was able to get to the end zone in a three three times versus the Dallas Cowboys. And I expect this to be another game where Purdy under that pressure will look for him, George Kittle for the anytime touchdown. So much value at plus 160. Uh, I used uh, Ayuk uh, as a touchdown scorer tonight. I think Purdy throwing two uh, is a fair bet. Uh, but Taylor, I know for you, it's, it's George Kittle as well. It's George Kittle out of tight end university, my alma mater. 
For the same reasons Joe said, he leads the team in catches against the Blitz, which is something that this Minnesota team loves to do. They are Blitz happy under defensive coordinator Brian Flores. When the 49ers QB Brock Purdy is feeling that pressure, he relies on Kittle as a safety net. Offensive tackle Trent Williams sideline tonight. He is the player who keeps that pressure off of Purdy. Without him on the field, Purdy will lean on Kittle. If he feels the Vikings coming at him quick in the red zone, he goes to Kittle. Kittle's usage has been too volatile for me this season to take the over on his receptions or his yards. Minnesota defends the tight end position, top six in the league. Give me Kittle to make a trip to the end zone tonight. Yeah, uh, again, George Kittle uh, was a rock star the last time we saw this team uh, in prime time. It certainly could happen again. Let's keep the agreement train uh, going here, Taylor, because the other bet on my card tonight uh, is Minnesota's running back, Alexander Madison. Uh, why uh, do you think he could uh, have himself a decent night, at least based on some of his numbers? Writing Alexander Madison over 17 and a half receiving yards. Minnesota is also sustaining big injuries tonight to the best wideout in the league, Justin Jefferson. Again, other players are going to have to pick up this slack in a pass-heavy offense. Madison working as a pass catcher out of that backfield. Last week without Jefferson, Madison saw seven targets. That's more than Jordan Addison, Jefferson's replacement. Madison hasn't been very useful in that ground game with just 320 rushing yards. The Vikings are determined to make him a thing and get him involved. Quarterback Kirk Cousins is facing an intense pass rush in San Francisco. Madison can be that safety valve that he needs in high pressure moments. Listen, the 49ers defense is one of the best in the business. They still allow for nearly six catches a game to opposing running backs. Madison over 17 and a half receiving as opposed to rushing tonight. Yeah, again, a, a talented defense funneling receptions towards the running back position makes sense, and it's in the numbers. It's consistently hit against this team. It's rare. I like to try and find the spots where you are consistently seeing a team allow something and I was like, ah, I'm not going to find anything here against the Niners. No, it's right there. Five consecutive opposing backs have been able to get over this team. Uh, so it makes a lot of sense. All right, last one here. Uh, uh, again, I know it's double agreement, but it's Cousins on a prime time. I I'm imagining, and I'll start with you, Joe, that that is a big part of tonight's bet on Kirk. Yeah, it absolutely has to be. And this is a game that we look at cousins coming out here to throw that interception at minus 130 it is juiced in this but you look at the defense of the 49ers nick bosa is going to be all over him in this game you can't even take nick bosa for the sack it's minus 200 looking at him in prime time 8.5 a sacks and 12 tackles for a loss in his nine nine primetime appearances. I do think he's going to put that pressure on Cousins. And we know when Cousins faces that pressure, those interceptions come. Through his last four games, he has thrown those interceptions 11 times in his 12 primetime Monday games. He's thrown those interceptions. There is no way I can't take this in this one. I think he's in for a long night with this defense coming at him. I... Yeah, it's, uh, here's the thing. I want to bet all these positive Kirk Cousins numbers tonight because they're so low. But then, then it's like, ah, I'm watching Kirk on a Monday, and here this goes again. Uh, Taylor, and I, I know you agree. 
I do. I'm also going with the Kirk Cousins interception tonight. We know how he is in primetime. He's even worse in Monday Night Football. He has the worst record for a quarterback in the modern football era in Monday Night Football in 30 primetime games. Cousins has 27 picks, 11 of those in 12 appearances on Monday Night Football, like Joe stated. And through his last four contests, he has three picks as well. The tough Niners defense keeps this trend going, creating turnovers, 11 forced turnovers in just six games this season. Going to go with Cousins to throw an interception on Monday Night Football. Again, I maybe I'll bet that and all of the good Kirk Cousins numbers tonight. I want to bet him for like 300 yards, but I probably should just leave it alone. Let me sneak this in here before I let you go. Taylor, uh, Diamondbacks, I know you've been following this team closely. It's 3-1 right now. Positive vibes in the desert. I am loving that I saw them show up right away here in game six. I'll be completely honest here. I did not pick a side in this game because – I had a feeling the Diamondbacks can push it to seven, but would I say that I was super confident that I am super confident in them winning game six? No, not necessarily. I think the Diamondbacks are about a year away from really making some noise and making that World Series appearance. They need to add in another good starting picture into this rotation, possibly in the three spot. If Brandon Fott doesn't take that over, they add somebody in that four spot. And Tori Lavello. The Arizona Diamondbacks manager does such a good job of developing this young talent. There is no way that he does not see an extension after this season. And he continues to develop a lot of these young guys. They're getting experience now in 2023 when they weren't even supposed to make it this far that they can transfer over and use in 2024. I'm so high on this Diamondbacks team all season long. And I'm excited we're up 3-1 in game six. Certainly so. Quickly, Joe, on the ice, Buffalo-Montreal, uh, any action out there on a one-game slate? Yeah, absolutely. Looking at the Montreal Canadiens to come in and pull off that upset that. tonight is giving you so much value. I do think this is a back-and-forth battle, but this Montreal Canadiens team, young and talented, and you look at the Buffalo Sabres, they've got a couple of really hard road games on deck, and I think this is a look-ahead situation for them. Fantastic. How about that? We've got it all covered for you here on Game Time Decisions. Couldn't do it without both of you. That is Taylor Mathis and Joe Madden. Make sure you stay locked in with everything that they're doing here on Sports Grid. It's a quick break. Joe Lisi stops by next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact.
It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. Back right here, Game Time Decisions on a Monday night. I'm Kevin Walsh. Joe Lisi is going to be popping in here. I just want to let people know in the NBA there is some breaking news. The league starting tomorrow. Giannis, a three-year, $186 million extension. Good for Giannis, good for the Bucks. the type of money that they should be paying Joe Lisi, quite frankly. He's the absolute best. Lisi, how do we feel on a Monday night? I'm feeling fantastic. I love this game tonight, Kev. San Francisco and Minnesota. We might get a little party over out there in Minneapolis tonight. Uh, Every party uh, starts with a party over. We know that. But listen, uh, you and I will talk at 7.20 about the NFL game tonight. We have to reset the college football landscape. And you know that the Heisman Trophy race has me captivated. Do me a favor. Leave your guy out of this for a minute, okay? okay. Just leave him out of it. Just All leave right. him out of it for a minute, okay? Okay. All right. If you look right now, at the top of the board, there are four quarterbacks who have not lost a game. J.J. McCarthy, the new favorite. Michael Penix, Jordan Travis, Dylan Gabriel. That's how it looks at the moment. And I don't understand... Why J.J. McCarthy is plus 250 when Dylan Gabriel and Jordan Travis are 12 to 1. J.J. McCarthy has not played a team with a pulse. And before anybody out there goes, hold on, Rutgers is good. You're embarrassing yourself. Stop it. No, they're not. It's Rutgers. Jordan Travis has multiple big wins. Dylan Gabriel, I think, might still have the best win that any team has in college football this year with the win against Texas. I cannot believe that we now have to look at J.J. McCarthy as a Heisman favorite while this Michigan's team season has barely even started. No, I I agree with you, Kev, but they are undefeated. They are just covering numbers at an unbelievable rate. Once they got into Big Ten play, they dominated Nebraska, Minnesota, and now Michigan State last week. But J.J. McCarthy does go to Happy Valley in a couple weeks. Now, I know Penn State didn't step up last week or this past weekend against Ohio State, but they do step up for the most part, in Beaver Stadium. So it's not going to be an easy road game for Michigan. So, again, he'll get a test. That'll be his first road test. And then, obviously, he has Ohio State coming to the big house at the end of the regular season. So, again, do I buy into J.J. leading everybody right now? No. I would probably say it's Jordan Travis, Jaden Daniels, and Dylan Gabriel as the top three. I actually would have McCarthy fourth. I think it's interesting. So, Penix was really bad against Arizona State late night, Joe. But I don't understand how that erases 300 yards, four passing touchdowns in a game-winning drive against Oregon. I thought Oregon was better in the game. I I thought that I think the Ducks are a better football team than UW. But again, 
J.J. McCarthy can't put a game like that on the resume. Like, no. lighting up Michigan State, good for you. But incredibly, Lisi, we now have Penix tied at second with Jaden Daniels. And here is the, the thing to, okay, to set the stage here. First of all, Lisi has been telling people for weeks, rightfully so, get on Jaden Daniels, get on Jaden Daniels, get on Jaden Daniels. The kid is on fire. You, he 25 touchdowns to three picks, another five on the ground. My thing with Daniels winning the Heisman, though, Joe, is not that he can't or his numbers are not great, but it is that if that kid's winning the Heisman, you have to be betting LSU title futures, and I know you did that as well. The team is was 150 to one two weeks ago, now sitting down at 60 to one. I still do not believe he wins this award. At minimum, he has to be in the SEC championship game. Has no, to be. No, agreed. And they're going to need some help, obviously. Well, they get Alabama in two weeks, so they can take care of business with that. But then, obviously, they need to lose. They need Ole Miss to lose. Because they would have the the head to head with Alabama, and Alabama has the head to head with Ole Miss. So it, you know it's it's crazy on how this is going to play out. They actually might need Ole Miss to lose to to Georgia, and then have Ole Miss potentially lose another game, and then and then all of a sudden you know see how that plays out. They have everything in front of them. Ole Miss has one loss in the conference. LSU has one loss. Alabama right now has you know none right now. So. It, they yeah. take care of business on November 4th in Tuscaloosa and Ole Miss drops another game or two, they're going to be in the SEC championship to face off against Georgia. They get that win, they're going to be in the college football playoff, I'm telling you. They would have wins over Alabama, they would have another one hopefully over an undefeated Georgia team, and then it's, okay, where do they lose? They lost week one, to Jordan Travis and FSU, a top five team, and they lost to Ole Miss on the basically last two minutes of the ball game. So that's a great resume to have right now. They are dominating teams yeah. over the last three or four weeks of the season. It, they again, they are. He leads. I know it's a weird number, but look, the the quarterback, the passer rating number that college football uses, he is tops. He leads college football in yards per attempt. Uh, he leads in passing touchdowns. He's second in yards. And again, this is a quarterback that we knew for dominating on the ground. Yeah. It's, it's, it's incredibly impressive. And, and but I am going to still say, let me tell you. You're going to uh, pump Milrow? You're going to pump, pump. He's 100 to damn one, Lisey. <laughs> it's crazy. So then better no, it's No, no. I, 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 listen, I bet him preseason. I might still bet him again. You're telling me he beats LSU. Is he, is he not going to have to have a big game? He's going to have to big yeah. game, isn't he, is he not? Yes, he's going to have to throw for four, three, four hundred. Four touchdowns. Rush, all right, there I you mean, go. Bet him at 100 to one then. I probably, you know what? I will. I'll take that challenge. That's there you uh, go. Take it. All, Here's the thing. All I'm, look, no, no, no. Here's my thing. It's a value play. Uh, you're right. Sure. And, but hold on. Jalen Milrow is 100 to 1. They have one loss and are favored to beat LSU. Daniels has two losses 
is going on the road to Alabama and obviously would be catching a touchdown plus to Georgia. All I'm saying is the pathway for Milrow, that number cannot be 100 to 1, while Jaden Daniels is plus 300 because he's lighting up Army. Well, well, he just didn't light up Army. He lit up Auburn. No, it's, Come on it's, now. You know no, he did. He lit no, up Missouri. Who even liked Army in that game? Well, Come on, I mean, Come on. what sucker was on Army? He, all right, Missouri, who at the time was what? They were undefeated when, when they played? Okay. They stink. Oh, Brady Cook, 4'11". He throws for 259 and three touchdowns and rushes for 130 against Missouri. Okay? I mean, come on. He lights up Auburn He's, for another three touchdowns. I, he lights up Auburn. Yeah. I mean, if he lights up Alabama for 350, three tutties, and rushes for 96, what are you going to be saying? You, you're going to be carrying around the Jaden Daniels jersey. Listen, if that happens, this is the thing that I – this is, this is the, the big gap here. Yes. If that happens, I agree. But it turns out – that if Milrow has a big game against LSU, 300 yards, three touchdowns, right? It'll be like 40 it doesn't matter. No. No, he should no. be maybe the favorite. Maybe the favorite. The kid's electric. The kid's he, electric. He is Here's electric. The... I'm not going to say he's not. But, I mean, you know, I know. think about it. And, and I was wrong. What I meant, Michael Penix is, should be ahead of McC McCarthy, number one. I mean, right. I, right now. But then, it, it, you know, I would not have in those second-tier players – JJ, uh, anywhere near Jordan Travis, Dylan Gabriel, or Jaden Daniels in any capacity. I would never, I, I, I just wouldn't have it. He hasn't played yeah. anybody. He doesn't have that Heisman moment yet. No, he, he doesn't. Uh, so make sure you tell that to the other guy. If we're talking Heisman Trophy, usually that means we have to bring up Caleb. Dead? Season? I don't think it's over yet. Uh, it's just the team isn't very good. No, 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 no. They have one loss in Pac-12 play, right? Same as Utah, same as Oregon. But obviously, the team looks in shambles. Do you think that this USC thing could fall off of a cliff now? Yes. And we get to, like, three weeks left in the season, and Caleb Williams is putting his eyeballs on shopping for houses in Chicago, and he's just thinking about the NFL draft, and he shuts it down? Yes. Absolutely. I mean, come on. They could be eight and four overall. I mean, there's no guarantee they're gonna, they're going to beat Washington the way they played against Utah. No way. And I know, and I, you know, I know the score looks a lot closer. You and I watched that game. Utah dominated that girl that game in the interior from start to finish. I mean, that game was yeah. closer because of the you know the pick six, the punt return. Outside of that, from a defensive perspective. Utah ran for 247 on them. It was they, they did. beat them up. They beat don't, don't I, no, they did. They did. They did. But get, if if Caleb gets a two-point conversion, that game goes to overtime. And I'm convinced Caleb could have put it. And that's the thing with that. I look, their defense is atrocious. Caleb does not get a pass for that game. The fumble that forced them to settle for a field goal and two missed two-point conversions. Best player in the world has to be able to get that. Fair enough. I know I didn't bring up Ohio State, Penn State, so let me bring it up here. But here's how I asked the question. Preseason, you were in on Penn State. Numbers are coming back. I won't bet on them because I don't want to deal with the Big Ten. But do you think Penn State still has enough to win that ball game when they host Michigan later this season? 
Yes. I mean, they can run it. If they stick to the rushing attack with Katron Allen and, and Singleton, they're going to be just fine against Michigan. Yeah. Get them into an ugly scoring game. It's strength on strength. They've only lost eight home games since 2016. So, again, you know, much better at home than on the road, but they still need Aller to make plays. I do want to see the secondary of Penn State go up against McCarthy. That would be a game. It could be an elimination game because if Penn State wins, ultimately they have no real resume to get back in, in it unless they somehow sneak into the Big Ten championship. They don't really play anybody left. So, uh, I agree, but I don't make the decisions. If Penn State's only loss is at Ohio State, who runs the table and wins the Big Ten championship, and Penn State beats Michigan, Penn State's going to be in the conversation. Again, I agree. I think the big, but I think they'll be in the conversation, Lisi, if they beat Michigan with one loss. All right, so let's do this. Let's let's play out that situation. Penn State knocks off Michigan. Ohio State yeah. goes to the Big Ten Championship. You have an at-large mm-hmm. bid of a one-loss Penn State team and a two-loss LSU team that's an SEC champion. Who goes? LSU. Absolutely. LSU. I told Absolutely. you. Listen, it, the, if the SEC somehow slides a four-loss team into that championship game and they win that game, that team's going. The LSU, whoever wins the SEC championship game will be there, right? I mean, which is what we love to see for, for the Alabama Crimson Tide, the future the SEC champs. Miss. They're sneaky. Too. I'm not keeping an eye out. No, I don't, no, I'm not keeping an eye out. My eyes are closed. I, no, no, no. I, I know you are. I know. <laughs> we got a sizzler? Uh, look, you sit tight. Uh, we'll talk to you uh, in about uh, 20 minutes or so. We'll break down Monday Night Football. You're the best, Lisi. Uh, keep it here. Game time decisions. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and... Producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. What's going on here? A little game time decisions is what's going on here. Kevin Walsh with you on this Monday night. 4-1 Arizona. Cattell Marte with an RBI triple. Cab, uh, Corn Cap, Cat, Cor- Corbin Carroll? Who is it? That guy? 
who ruined my RBI props the other day with 700 runners on base. He was a run scored 4-1. Let me do with the live lines here now. NLCS outright market minus 190 fills. World Series price. Phil's stick is favorites. Yeah, they don't want to drop Philly with the game seven coming up. We know that the Phil's will be favored in that seventh game. But minus 550 on Arizona to win here tonight. So uh, you see those numbers moving. Eight and a half is your total. I, look, I don't hate live bets on Philly, though. At home, the magic, you kind of, you, you see the vision uh, with that. Here's what I'm doing tonight, though, in the baseball game, okay? Uh, we know, uh, I hope that we're on the, the Rangers here in terms of an outright ticket plus 900 to win. Uh, I am factoring in that a little bit of money was lost on Minnesota in this same market at plus 950. Uh, with that said, I didn't really want to hedge. I wanted to let this run on Texas, win or lose, uh, and let it be what it, uh, it was going to be. Until I think they hung in a, a very bad number. And it was then a, a number that I would have bet if I wasn't on Texas, and it allowed a hedge opportunity. I could lose both. Maybe you think I'm getting cute. I don't. Jordan Alvarez to win ALCS MVP at plus 290. First of all, why is he not the favorite? Ridiculous. Astros are favored in this game. If they win this game, it's going to be Houston Astro. We absolutely know that. So right away, it's a mistake to have Garcia in front of him. The justification would be, oh, well, Garcia is not going to be challenged, which with my Corey Seager bet, you know, I think that is uh, entirely true. But, oh, Jose Altuve could get in. Jordan Alvarez is batting 435 in the series with eight RBIs. Altuve is batting under 300 in the series with half of the RBI. Altuve is going to win this because of one swing? That is preposterous. Alvarez has been doing it all series. Five consecutive games with multiple hits. Plus, Jordan tonight, four for eight lifetime against Max, compared to Altuve, who bats 178. Jordan, ALCS, MVP. We're back in less than a minute. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions.